Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It is Tuesday. It is 7 p.m. It is now 2021. We're back from holiday break with Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast brought to you by Ready Check Radio. We've got a lot to talk about today. Going to catch up with everybody's holidays, what they did for the New Year's, whether it was in WoW or some other Blizzard title. And then we've got a lot of news to go through, including the conclusion of the World First Mythic Race, which wrapped up just before Christmas for some, and not quite. (laughs) It made it through the holidays for some others. Joining me to go over it, as always, Mr. Dom Greco, a.k.a. Zista. How are you, my friend? Welcome back. Pretty good. uh, It's good to be back from break. What do we got here? I don't know. What do we have? It's the It's Over Achievement 2020. Finally over 2021. Couldn't possibly be worse. Could it? I, no, yeah, no I mean, way, maybe. no way. I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, maybe. <laughs> also on the line is Angela Mercurio, aka Indy Corona. What's up, Indy? Hello, good evening. How are you? Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Ninja says like life finds Zista a way for... on 2021. I'm a little nervous now for 2021. I think Zista just might have jinxed it for us all. So, you know, you know who to blame now. Well, to be Me? fair, he Jinx does pose it as a question in the, uh, in the in the achievement, not a statement. So maybe he didn't jinx us. He's just oh, asking just the question. He's just, I never got that, though, by the way. Like, the people are like, oh, my God, I can't wait till this year's over. Like, pulling the calendar sheet just all of it. Oh, yeah. yep, COVID's gone. It's, it's yeah, gone. Yeah, no. It's it it's like it's like for me the people that are like really into horoscopes like really like depending on what month you're born in really defines everything about you like I, yeah. I don't I don't personally believe in and that and where the stars were yeah hundreds of years ago yeah yeah mm-hmm. I'm with you like oh my god this is so me yeah you and everybody <laughs> else <laughs> yeah I'm such an you're Aquarius. going to I'm lose something this year well shit I'm <laughs> you're probably gonna lose something tomorrow I'm just like i lose stuff where's that pen i don't know my horoscope was right anyway uh, <laughs> i think we should actually talk about wild stuff and i'm pretty sure i forgot to say my name i'm mike Byrne. how you doing um you yeah so how was your holiday break gang like what did you do for christmas new year's whatever holidays you celebrate we've been gone it's been three weeks since a show uh since the last show what did you do did you hang out with family were you kind of just quarantine doing some wow stuff what 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 happened indy how how do you uh, handle the last couple of weeks you guys are going to not believe this but i spent most of my holiday in azeroth and the shadowlands no. yes. wow no that's shocking yeah accomplish you know, some cool stuff or just you know the, the daily yeah, chores I mean, or what are you doing had a lot of fun got a lot of stuff done um i've got found some pals to to grind mythic pluses with and uh i wish i did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the uh the venthyr if you're a venthyr this part of the campaign that was released this past week was absolutely delightful because you get to drag kalthos around shirtless um to help him atone for his sins so enjoy i just <laughs> 
that's pretty much what I did. I just have visions of that whole sequence, which, to be fair, isn't all that long. Uh, taking hours and hours on Indy's computer. Indy's just a tone, bitch. Keep a tone. <laughs> you sexy I wasn't beast. In a rush to just let him go. Keep a tone. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, what about you, Zista? Spend some time uh, in Azeroth. Spend some time with real life family. What'd you do? Yeah, um, me and my father, we both quarantined ahead of time. We we took our two weeks and all that stuff. So. Uh, I haven't seen my father since last February. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, got to hang out with him uh, and my. Uh, I have a baby sister. She's four years old, and I haven't seen her since February either. So, like, that was probably the best Christmas I could have had. So, after everything you know, I had to deal with in 2020. So that does I had a really, sound really awesome. good one. And nobody walked around shirtless and needed a toning. Um, no. Okay. No, All definitely right. not. That's that's definitely a good. I would have been I would have been a bit concerned if your story included such a character. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, mine was nice too. We just kind of spent it. It was like nice not having nine different places to go. Like, you know, we yeah. normally do like the in-laws and then people come here and then we go do this, whether it's for Christmas and New Year's. And it's uh yeah, it was actually kind of nice. Just there's five people, let's just do our thing and everybody else go do your thing. So yeah, that was kind of nice. I uh, I mean, I got regular stuff done in WoW. I I found a guild. I mean, I don't know how long I'm gonna be in it. Uh, mm -hmm. It was one of those rando recruits. I was finally after declining like 900 of them. I finally was like, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, sure. Hopefully they're not watching. Uh, I don't think they know who the hell I am. Um, <laughs> which I'm amazed. I mean, who doesn't know who I am? We are the number one channel on YouTube. Um, Obviously. <laughs> Yeah, so it's I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Uh, how about raid progression, you guys? How you doing? Doing well. I mean, it wasn't really a hard push on my side because of the holiday. We were off, so I, I pugged. Actually, believe it or not, I pugged the day after Christmas. I did a 24-hour charity stream. Um, side oh, note, yeah, I knew you thousand. were planning that sometime between yeah. Christmas and New Year's. You did it the day after? It started out as a 12-hour stream, and I pushed it to 24 because the Humane Society for Animals is, like, the best. I love animals, and it's the best charity in the world. Um, and we managed to get $1,000 for them. But the last thing I did was a pug raid. Mm. And um, this raid leader, honestly, you would think pug is going to be painful and boring. No, this raid leader was, like, delightful. All the people in the raid were pretty much, for the most part, awesome. Yeah. And that was the most progression I think I gotten done since the beginning of raid content but i had to leave because i was like face planting into my keyboard i feel like i would have gotten much more done this is yeah, this I is actually, all normal right yes uh, zista okay. was there actually i actually jumped in when indy took off um and i finished out the run and uh, the guy jose was a uh, really 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 great guy um and uh we ended up finishing all of normal on that, and then I've jumped in with him the following week on heroic, and I got four bosses down on heroic. So nice, Indy. Have you finished normal yet? No. Or did you pat? That was the you know passed out, no. couldn't do it. So yeah, you, everybody's wondering. Have what you I'm gonna seen do your boyfriend get... yet? Yeah, everybody's like, Indy, what are you gonna do when you finally get to him? I'm like, I guess I got to do the fight, but it's not gonna be something I take pleasure in. <laughs> Well, that's good. That's good. I tried Raid Finder a couple of times. Again, this was pre-guild. 
because I, I still haven't like really delved into mythic pluses yet. Um, I mean, it's not that I can't. It's just, you know, I don't, my crew from, you know, years back that used to be raiding and progression, they're long gone. They don't play anymore. So, you know, I picked it up. I'm back, but, you know. Uh, so I did some looking for raid stuff, uh, and that didn't really go all that well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you can imagine that. So, yeah, whatever. Speaking yeah, of the yeah. raid, though, go ahead, Zista. Uh, I was just going to say, we as a guild, uh, just before the holiday, before we took our break, uh, we had gone in through normal. We cleared up to, um, I think, Sludge Fist, and we end our raid at like 11 p.m., and it was like 10.50, and we walked over and looked at Stone Generals, and we were like, we didn't actually expect to make it here tonight, so no one has any knowledge of what to do. I was like, let's just get a poll in, and that way we'll know for when we get back from the break, you know, a little bit more of what to yeah. expect. We ended up one-shotting it without <laughs> knowing any mechanics. So it was like, okay. So then we ended up getting a poll in on Denathrius that week as well. So that was a really good way to end our raid week. And then we came back and raided last week, which we didn't think we were going to do because of the holidays. And we went through and like one or two shot every boss straight through. And oh, nice. I think we... It only took us three attempts to get down to Nathrius on normal. So I am I'm very jealous. I'm very jealous. Yeah. Um speaking of the raid, the Mythic World Race did finish up. It had just really kicked off as we were doing the last show before the holidays. Uh we do have a winner, and that is Complexity Limit. Congratulations to Complexity Limit defending their title from the world first in the previous race as well. Taking down Indy's boyfriend on the 23rd. So we did sneak one reset in there uh, mm -hmm. on Tuesday morning. But they got it done before Christmas. So the uh, complexity limit was able to <laughs> spend holidays not in uh, world first race mode. How do you feel? Surprised by eight basically eight days like it just barely needed a reset for them to to go and take down denathrius uh and really like they they even buffed denathrius and we'll get to that in a second prior to yep. anybody even getting to him uh but yeah eight days and i know indy you were kind of you were kind of happy that it seemed to be at the beginning of the race taking a little while uh, yeah. for like the second and third and fourth bosses to fall. There was, you know, a couple days where the, the team in the lead was four bosses in, five bosses in. Uh, but then to wrap it all up in eight with basically one reset, so not a whole ton of gear farming. They were doing splits uh, throughout mm -hmm. the week, but not, hey, let's, you know, kill the first nine bosses a couple of times and grab some loot. Eight days. Disappointed about what you expected? What do you think? I would say it's about what I expected, but the the race itself, like, I never want to see one guild come in and just blow everyone else out of the water. That's no fun to watch. You want to see a close race, and and like what we saw on Sire Denathrius progression was, um, it was, you know, it was like a little bit of a nail biter, and you like that. You don't want to. It's yeah, no fun I, to watch. I otherwise. agree with you. It looked like it was going to be a blowout early in the race. Complexity limit. Mm -hmm just kept knocking them down uh, yeah. I'm going through there and all of a sudden it was like three different guilds were three out of ten and then complexity was four five mm -hmm. six seven out of ten and everybody else was still at three and four and it was like wow they're gonna run away with this I think a lot of people 
took some cues from complexity uh, Zista when it came to Sludge Fist in particular, uh, because that one held complexity for a little while. I was watching a lot of a lot of their attempts there, and then even after that, uh, they they had one or two fights that uh, kind of pulled their their progression back down, and everybody else gained ground on them. So I kind of agree with you. Like initially, Indy, I was like, oh wow, they're just running away with this. Uh, then when we got to day seven and day eight, and there's multiple people on Denathrius at the same time, and I've got two different streams open <laughs> watching these how they are going. Uh, it was an interesting race at the end, Zista. And watching races is always interesting too when you have like split paths where you can do different bosses in different order because then it's yeah you know when when it's not one person dominating and it's a little bit closer it's still harder to tell because you don't know where somebody's going to get stuck or what they're going to find easier or harder as a guild and um, I, I don't know I, I don't know if I like splitting the bosses in terms of watching a race or if I like a linear path I, I really don't know which one I prefer more. Mm -hmm. I think it's neat as a spectator being able to watch, you know, limit a complexity limit do boss A and and you know maybe pieces do boss B. I think that's kind of neat. And then seeing when they flip like some of the different tweaks in strategy or composition because there were some I think Sludge Fist was the one indie that they they cut it straight down to four healers. They were just like mm -hmm. screw it, we need and they just loaded up on the DPS to beat the checks. Uh, it, it was very impressive and skin of the teeth victory in that particular fight in week one uh, of the race. So, But then other teams were doing composition a little bit differently. So I always like that aspect of it to to what you're saying, Zista. Yeah. When you can see, here's how Limit did it. Now I'm watching another team do it. Let me see if they kind of do the same thing. Because obviously like right. they have people watching everybody else, right? They've got teams behind yeah. the scenes that aren't even playing, gathering data fixing weak auras adding things talking strategy hell i mean they have people calling out you know they're the raid leader isn't actively controlling anything in some cases they're just sitting calling out and, and spectating it's it's really it's a totally just foreign experience if you've never done that type of rating to watch that type of rating and that's yeah, not to like say that i have done that type of rating i've done progression rating but nothing like no. what those cats do yeah <laughs> it's kind of like having your own little personal esport in your own you know group because you have everybody calling stuff out that you you have people calling stuff out that are just like watching it through screen share and discord you know yeah. so yeah um it, it is impressive to watch it yeah. some of the healing stuff i don't envy you when you get to heroic see i get excited for that like and here's the thing uh side note when I was done doing everything I could possibly do on my priest main, um, I decided to work on my mage because flasks are so expensive. Yep. I'm like, you know what? I need to level my mage because she's my alchemist and I need her to support my priest's flask habit. And so I started to level her and I was doing the Threads of Fate dungeon grinding and everybody was laughing at me because the whole time I'm in there, I'm watching health bars instead of like <laughs> focusing on DPS targets. And I started to get really jealous of the healer in every group I was in. I'm like, nah, this isn't gonna work. This is like, I need to be a healer. So now I'm leveling like a Resto Druid alt. So at least I'm still healing. She was pining just... for a 48% health bar. <laughs> <laughs> Let me help you. 
it's true though so like stuff like that what watching the healing like i'm watching of course i'm probably never going to do mythic progression i don't know if i ever will right i'm not saying either way but just even watching it and watching like as a healer you're watching this progression you're watching the health bars and you're like "Ooh, look at this like this looks exciting what cooldown would i burn for this maybe so. in limit is a beast i he's just an absolute beast uh yeah it was just impressive to watch. Like it's it's fun watching those teams, and you're like, for a second, Azista, you're kind of like, you know what? If I played enough, I could be that good. No, you couldn't. You couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it is not about just playing more <laughs> that that puts you you're, on that type of you're, level. You're living it at that point. <laughs> yeah. It is your job. <laughs> uh, Echo takes second place, and uh, Pieces takes third. So not I'm not really surprised uh, about Echo. Pieces kind of snuck up there. I thought that they were they were going to be a little more behind than they were, so they snuck back in. I thought that was a cool to watch. I think if I was Echo, I would rename my guild Reese's. Oh, God, <laughs> I don't want to do this show anymore. Um, <laughs> Method took seventh, and I'm going to be honest, that surprised me. Like I I didn't expect Method to just like disappear right i mean they're going through a very rebuilding phase yeah. self-inflicted to a large degree i don't want to sugarcoat you know and and try to garner sympathy for for method right now uh, that's not the point here the only point uh, in mentioning this is i'm very surprised that they took seventh i i think that's pretty respectable rebound during a rebuild uh after some of the issues that they've had to not have fallen out of the top 10, Indy. Yeah. <laughs> Indy doesn't care. She's like, whatever. It's not that I don't care. I just <laughs> think that it's, it's, yeah, it's absolutely expected. And I, I honestly think that, you know, even being in top 10 is for rebuilding. And I've done it once before with a horde guild long time ago when I was a, a guild leader. It's not at all easy. And to even be in the race while rebuilding, that alone is like a feat. It is impressive, Zista. It is. Yeah. And like I said, I, did, I didn't expect them to just like, where the hell is Method? They're not even in this race. But I didn't I didn't think they would finish top 10. I thought they would miss top 10, and they ended up taking 7th. Because like, I did some pretty hardcore raiding in vanilla. Like I, I was in a US 7 guild. Like It's not quite world. It's a little bit different, but it's still like a stressful race and, you know, doing all that stuff. And you... You have to do strategies and stuff that you would never dream of doing in, in other situations. And then, like, I felt really, like, up on a high horse coming out of that experience. And I was like, I could do this. And so I actually stepped down from that guild and grabbed a bunch of friends and was like, I'm going to make a guild for Burning Crusade because they're going from 40 to, you know, 25 people anyway. So, like, I, you know, I don't want to try to compete for a spot. It's not easy trying to build something like that, even with the knowledge of what you're doing. Not at all. Not I mean, they all. talk about the importance of a bench, of a yeah. <laughs> of a bench. And we got a little footage here, by the way, that we'll put up while we're we're finishing this part of the discussion of the um, Denathrius kill by Complexity mm -hmm. Limit. For they're they're going to show a little bit of lore stuff first, but then they'll they'll get to that. Raid Finder Wing Two live today. Anybody step into it yet? I didn't I did not do Raid Finder Two. I haven't had a chance I have to not, do that today. Not yet. No. Not Indeed. yet, but I plan on it. I mean Raid Finder's just I, I don't expect it to be any better or worse than the last wing because everything's so watered down. It's just kind of you go in there just to get it done. 
Just yeah, I, I have a goal when I think it's week three opens up and it's the, the stone generals because we have a, a running joke now between my guild and a couple pugs that I've run this that it's impossible to wipe on the encounter. So my goal <laughs> is to wipe in Raid Finder of all places on it. So Yeah, I think I'll just tough. go ahead and stick with my new guild uh, of, which, <laughs> of which I don't know a blessed soul in. Like I am one of those people, by the way, it's total sidebar here, but we've got tons of mythic world first b-roll to show you so we'll just let that roll um (laughs) i am one of those people that if you just spam a guild invite like you don't even take the time to whisper me it's an auto fucking decline right it's just get out of here uh finally i was like you know what i'm sick of not or i'm sick of having you just like shout and look for people to to do various things it's time to rejoin a guild and i don't feel like building a new one so (laughs) the next invite i get i'm taking uh, I did not take the next invite that that was sent my way because didn't like I, didn't, I didn't like the name. <laughs> Fair I, enough. I, it was something about a unicorn, and I was just like, nah, nope, I'm good. I would have been all over that. No, I know you would have. I was actually concerned that you were in the guild. That's why I declined Ooh. it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the second one I, I did take, way. and if you ask me right now the name of my guild, I don't know. I have, is it Pink guild? Hat Parade? It is not Pink Hat Parade, no. I don't know Should the name be. of my guild. The only thing I've ever said in it was, thanks for the invite. Um, I, I might have to rename my guild now. That's a great name, Indy. Thank you. It's oh, only, you're welcome. It's you're only welcome. been two days, so like I haven't done anything with them or anything like that because I didn't even get a chance to play yesterday. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I, I need people to do mythics and shit with. I'm sick of pugging uh, along the way, so... Um, what else we got? Oh, you guys have mentioned Time Walker. Now, I mean, this is a little bit. I do want to cover this, but it th- this portion's over. Uh, noticing Zista, your background. We had the I, Wrath of I'm the there. Lich King time walking in in uh, in specifics. Here we had Ulduar, which is I'm not. I think it's kind of dumb to say it's one of my favorite raids. It's like one of everybody's favorite raids. It's one of the more popular in the history of the game. Now that actually ended today, but there was a bug with the time walking for a while and the loot Zista. Things weren't working exactly as intended when it launched. Loot didn't scale up. It was it was ridiculous. It was like, why are we doing this? But luckily, I didn't go in there and do any of it beforehand. But yeah, so was... you didn't get any bogus loot. No, no. We went in on I think it was uh, Saturday. And we did a full clear. Um, somebody had talked to the wrong guy at the start, so we had to go like around in the the machine and like in the siege tanks and all that, and actually like take the towers down instead of talking to the correct guy and just going to the boss. So that was a disaster because the vehicles just don't seem to be tuned properly. I don't know what it is. It seemed like I could be wrong, but it seemed like. To we be were fair, doing... they weren't exactly well tuned back in the day either. Though. Well, yeah, it, but it seemed like we were doing uh, like friendly fire damage to each other's vehicles, oh which did God. not seem right. Like I don't remember that being a thing. Um, That's where you just, just yell at Indy, disaster. "Heal the fucking tank, Indy! What's your problem?" <laughs> <laughs> so, but after after we got Flame Leviathan down, it was pretty smooth all the way up to General and General uh, whatever the second to last boss in there um yeah he's he's a little rough still um yeah so i think it took us two or three attempts on him and then we you know everything else is a one shot so did you get any garbage loot that you you had to vendor or throw out there indy how early did you hit time walking 
yeah i i went after the loot was uh, fixed but the the loot that dropped from the trash like if you got a say a shoulder off the trash it didn't scale up so yeah. I, that wasn't i mean i don't know if that was ever intended to but it didn't um and then every piece of loot that dropped in there I ended up trading to other people because it was like oh wait my bracers are my legendary oh wait my belt's my 210 so i couldn't really use anything from there but i had a lot of fun like it's old content and you know i feel about old content yeah it's i mean so i think it, the time walking is one of the more creative uses in mmos that we've seen to keep old content semi-relevant or at least desirable to do not only for like players like us and for the nostalgia's sake but for players that didn't play that stuff and maybe want to go explore it i think it's a nice way of making it semi-relevant my only gripe with it is there's always seems to be something wrong yeah always like whether it's i mean this one was pretty big with loot being i mean that is a big deal uh because that's the only real incentive you have to go do this you know historical content if you're somebody that doesn't care about just the nostalgia going to look at that content but there always seems to be really big balance issues with it and i understand that there's a lot that goes into it but i just want to see one that like day one ah this is fun cool Let's have some fun. And then I also well, want to... Go ahead, Zista. I've got one more thing to say on that, though. I, just, I know a couple of my guild mates that didn't make it into the main raid were really frustrated because they tried doing it in pugs and stuff like that. Yeah. And some of the fights seemed to be a little overtuned and broken. So because of that, guilds were requiring high-level 200. And you can't raid finder it, so you, you have to right. pug it. Yeah. So you have, you have to pug it in like a group finder, and, and groups were requiring an eye level of like 200 to complete it, and it's like <laughs> all the gear that drops is 200. Like, what is the point of doing it if you're already 200 eye level? Like, right. that doesn't make sense. So it was just really frustrating for the people who didn't get to make it into our, our main group. I don't yeah, know how... I ended up pugging it. Good. So I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and there's a lot of people shooting themselves in the foot in that raid finder or in the um the LF raid category because it's yeah. like you're you're being so demanding for yeah. what you're bringing in that nobody's going to join you and you're never going to get to go. Yep. I have never gone from like one extreme to the other with any of the previous events as I have with this week's or last week's into this week's. Uh <laughs> last week's being Wrath of the Lich King. That's my expansion, right? Like, I did Burning Crusade progression, but I was late to the Burning Crusade party uh, with my brother and, and friends that played at the time. Wrath of the Lich King was, like, my first, from start to finish, progression, do the raids, do all of this, go for the heroic or hard mode fights when those were a thing, right? And uh, so, I soft spot. Bam, you got me. Oh, Old War. Bam, you got me. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then today, event, arena skirmishes. Fuck! <laughs> I have zero desire to do any arena skirmishes for any of the, the event stuff here. So, yeah, I went from ultimate high last week to I don't give a crap about the event this week. <laughs> do either of you, like, yeah. are you PvPers? I did very little PvP this expansion. I, apparently... See, I enjoy PvP healing, though. And it's not really an arena thing that I do. It's more of like if I do RBGs, then I enjoy it. But I haven't been into arena since... I can't even remember when. I used to do threes a long time ago. So do these events get you, like, 
interested in doing it for at least the week or is it or, you know are you still like no. nah nah no no. It's honestly, if I had no alts left to level and I had nothing, absolutely nothing left to do, and that's all that there was, I probably would still go play another game. <laughs> Indy's, Indy's like, if I was on the cusp of thinking about going to play another game, mm-hmm. I'd go play another game. <laughs> probably. I'm being honest. Yeah, probably. See, I, for me with Battlegrounds, I don't like most of the modes in there. Like, I don't like the, like... ABs and stuff like that. I like Warsong Gulch. That's my absolute favorite. Any of the flag running maps and flag defending maps, I love those. If there was like a way to queue up just for those type of maps, I would play that all the time. Anybody they watch the fireworks that in in game? Yes. Did you? Yeah. I did not. I was I was no, doing I was like running with pluses during New Year's. So you missed the fireworks because you were in a dungeon. I was running Mythic Pluses, and then that on my is second like monitor, I had the Times Square right there. <laughs> drop going off YouTube. So I was watching. I was watching Times Square on my second monitor, but that is yeah, no. absolutely. I mean, they were going on for some time. I think it was the entire day they were doing the fireworks. Yeah, no, I, I didn't know. That. Whatever. I like. I don't think I went into a major <laughs> city, and that includes Oribos, the entire <laughs> New Year's event. Indy's I needed like, my screenshot. Indy's like, I'm a nerd. I watch the fireworks in Azeroth. I did. I needed and my M+. Zista's I like, hold my, my beer. I'm a super nerd. I was also in Azeroth <laughs> running dungeons and couldn't watch the fireworks. <laughs> yeah. But at least I watched the, the real ball drop. You know, like I, I had that on the second monitor. Like out of the corner of your eye. You're like, oh, shit, it's yeah. 2021. Like, All oh, right, pull the boss. Uh, 10, uh, okay, good. All right, boss is dead. Happy New Year, guys. Later. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else did we get? Oh, we Torghast updates. Like some of these, you know, again, we're kind of recapping. We've been gone for two weeks here, so you may already know portions of this stuff, and that's fine. Um, Torghast changes implemented a little bit ago, and then we have it rolling over today for Twisted Corridors. But uh, basically, got a, for lack of a better term, a nerf. Um, a pretty pretty big nerf when you look at it. It seems like what what Blizzard was saying, Indy, was that there was like a a mental miscommunication in the way they at Blizzard thought Torghast should be used, how it should be played, uh, and what it should be used for, and then how players, on the other hand, were treating it um, more like you know a daily or a uh, something like that, almost a chore type. Go in there, get it done very quickly, do this. Where Blizzard might have been envisioning something a little more lengthy maybe not completable in some circumstances. So they kind of did like a a whole sweep of changes in uh, monsters, in abilities, particularly abilities that could be interrupted and the timers that those were on. The overall difficulty, scaling things down. And in their words, it was, you know, if you were on uh, level eight, that would be more like, uh, or layer eight, that would be more like layer six um, now as far as the difficulty. So kind of sweeping changes for what Blizzard more or less just said, hey, basically this is our fault. We communicated the purpose of this activity incorrectly. They hit it pretty hard with the nerf bat. I'm not going to lie. Like somebody who was trying to solo these as a disc priest, um, and there was a couple of them, a couple of the end level bosses that like did this heal that I couldn't interrupt. And so I just had to like, it took me literally 15 minutes because DPS is, I'm sorry, disc is very survivable. So it's not like I was dying to the stuff. It's just like, it took me forever to kill it. And now 
uh, not that I go solo anymore because it's a lot more fun with a group and you're kind of like combining and stacking your powers and stuff. Um, but now it just seems like it's it's just face roll now. It's uh, I think they hit it really hard and maybe that was because of the backlash from the players. It could have been maybe a little bit less nerfed, but I'm not, you know, I'm not complaining. I like being able to get Torghast done. If, if they wanted it to actually be challenging and, and harder and what their envision should have been, there should have been an eye level requirement per um, floor or whatever, like the, whatever you, what what's it called when you queue it up, like from the one to level eight, the whatever, layers, like, mm-hmm. the layers. Yeah. So like, that like that should have had an eye level attached to it. Like you know, you have a gate of like you can't get into LFR if you're not certain eye level. You can't get into heroics if you're not a certain eye level. It every layer should have had a gated eye level if that was their intention. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the biggest problem uh, similar to you, Indy, being a guardian druid. It was the interrupts. Um, you know, I'm very limited by my interrupt abilities as a tanking druid, uh, and. You know, it's like, well, I'm going to have to just decide to interrupt every other cast of, of a certain ability rather than yeah. actually be able. And, you know, made the made the fights more challenging. I don't know. I, I kind of in the middle on these changes, like I can appreciate them as as my the way I was playing it, making things a little easier. But I also feel like maybe they went a little too far with these. But there was nothing worse, though, than. Because really, the only reason you're running it right is for the 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 soul ash, soul ash. and when you don't complete it, that feels awful. <laughs> like when you spend ten, fifteen minutes going up levels in, in a layer, and maybe you get to the the final boss or or the floor before it, and you use your last life or whatever. That I mean, that just feels awful. <laughs> particularly when you start picking the the more difficult layers. So I can appreciate these changes, but yeah, maybe they went a little too far because now it does feel kind of like it's just a daily quest now um, mm-hmm. or a weekly quest, I guess you would say, but what whatever. I think they released the layers too soon. And like I said, they should have had eye level restrictions on them. That's, that's really what it comes down to. Well, that and it comes back to we something we discussed a few weeks ago, Indy, like the possibility of should there really be an infinite uh, floor variation of this maybe to to make something that more complex? I mean, they've already said they're probably not going to do that. They took it out, you know, and it's unlikely to come back. But we speculated on this show that maybe it should still be in there. And I don't know. Yeah. I think I think it's something they'll throw in like the last patch of the expansion to give us something to do, you know? Maybe. Maybe. I think it would be a nightmare for someone like me who's a completionist and I don't want to stop till it's done. <laughs> it's never done. Well, that's the thing right, about the word exactly. infinite. <laughs> that's, that's, that would be my nightmare. She's like, You'll I can't take this. In corridors, at least. <laughs> there's, uh, there's lots of lots of rewards to be earned in the Twisting Corridors. Yeah, yeah. which unlocked today. Today. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you have to... Layer eight done. There is a requirement here, though. You, you have to have completed each of the prior weekly Bolvar quests and be currently on this week's quest, Signs of the Lion. So no catch-up, but you do have to have that stuff done. Uh, and yeah, quite a, you know, I don't, whatever. That's the other thing, I guess, about Torghast. I, I don't like the visual appeal of Torghast. Like, there hasn't, for me at least, in my tastes, there hasn't been one that I'm like, this looks really cool. I'm just like, okay, yep, here we go. Another Ice Crown Citadel, except it's brown instead of gray. Awesome. 
Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like for me, like twisting corridors is kind of a necessity. You you need to get up to layer eight. You need to finish that because it's the only place, not the only place, but it's the only reliable source of a mount that you can use inside the maw. The corridor creeper. Mm-hmm. The corridor creeper. You've seen this guy before. That's why I don't have a picture up. Yeah, you know. it looks exactly like the one that you can loot off of certain mobs in the maw. Yep. Yeah. When you kill the riders and just take their mount. Take yeah. their mount and go running. Which I very rarely do because uh, <clears throat> travel form. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. I love it. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, I'll probably going to be doing some of that tonight. Uh, you do have to start on layer one, though, yeah. which that's that's the rough part. You have to start on layer one, clear that to be able to move to layer two. And with, what is it, 18 floors per layer, that's 144 floors to finish layer eight. Have fun. Yep, I'll probably start it tonight after while this is all uploading to YouTube and getting it all ready for those <laughs> that couldn't join us live, which, by the way, if you can't join us live and you're watching this on YouTube or Spotify, make sure you check it on out on uh, readycheckradio.com. Uh, hopefully you're checking out the shows there. If you can, though, make sure you head on over to twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. Check out the shows live. Follow us for all the other streamers we've got streaming here as well. And you can find links to every other social, Twitter, and all that stuff uh, there. So hope you will join us live at some point. But if not, thank you for watching on YouTube, listening to us on Spotify. And that's readycheckradio, R-A-I-D-E-O dot com. Let me prep. Yes, we are ready. All right, let's go to this slide. Transition. Do it, Streamlabs. Sweet, you did it. Burning Crusade coming for WoW Classic. And there seems to be the thoughts going around Zista that maybe this is going to come a little sooner than people originally thought due to some some leaks about a beta. Uh, I don't know. I, I, this, this doesn't really surprise me that, that it's going to be this early because... The way Nax Ramus fell <laughs> in Classic uh, pretty much indicated that, yeah, you're going to need to add something to that. But if you add Burning Crusade, then it does start adding the, to the discussion about, well, how far do we go? And do we maintain multiple different World of Warcraft Classic servers? Like, this server doesn't have BC yet. This one does. This one... So where do we go from here? But... Content creator Stay Safe TV claims to have seen some leaked dates, and uh, thanks to a number of other factors, they seem to uh, believe that we'll be looking at a pre-patch update around April 13th or 14th, depending on whether you're in the EU or the US. Uh, so maybe May 5th-ish for an official release. That's four months away, Zista. Is that a little surprising for you? No, because I expect at, at BlizzCon Line in February, I expect it to be announced officially. I'm sorry, um, I just I'm, I see the trailer out of the corner of my eyes there, and the nostalgia, man. Yeah, the Burning Crusade um, trailer. Oof. My my concern here is so with Burning Crusade, we have the like in the final patch of Burning Crusade, we had the account wide mounts and pets kind of thing. So what? I'm curious about is if that's still gonna 
apply for classic but that's gonna like if you earned all those mounts on your live account do they carry over the ones that are available at that time do they carry over to classic or vice versa because now we run into the situation of people who open the gates and people that exploited the gates on certain servers to get a lot of mounts and, and yeah. whatnot do those very rare bug mounts carry over from classic which you know is supposed to be its own separate thing and now those people would have it on live like i hope that's not the case i because, hope not too yeah because if, if that's the case i i should have been playing classic this whole time you know because I, I should have tried to get one of those mounts but i didn't because it, they stated it's a separate thing so my hope is if that is if this account wide thing is it stays just in the classic realm of the account wide stuff so you you do tend to agree though that there there's going to be an announcement for BC in classic uh, in I've the February BlizzCon and then like an April test and a May launch. Yeah, 100%. Indy is somebody that's like super nostalgic like I am for some of these older expansions. How have you not like been all consumed by classic? I'm curious. Like, it's not like before Shadowlands, before like Shadowlands obviously gives you a lot of new stuff to do right now. Yeah. But like right before that, why weren't you burning the midnight oil in Classic? I did actually. When Classic was when when it was launched, I dove in with my priest. I leveled her. Um, I you know had guildies with me. We did like a whole streamathon with it, and uh, it's not the same because you're it, it's never going to be vanilla. And I think I realized that when I started to try and raid in classic versus raiding years and years ago, it's not going to replicate that experience for me. It's just never going to happen. So I'm like, you know, need to let go of this. Um, you know, it was a, it was a wonderful era in its time. And I just need to like be happy that I was part of that and move on. Now there's people who enjoy it now for whatever reason, whether they, are new to it now and they just want to experience a, a piece of what it was back then but as somebody who played it pretty hardcore back then it's no replacement and it's almost kind of like a i got a little sad that it wasn't Aww. the same experience so i just moved on That's, well like for me I'm the old saying about, right you like, can't go home again huh <laughs> oh yeah for me, MMOs evolved in about like the journey, the discovery, the learning, you know, like the progression forward. And to go back to do things you already know where everything's coming and what's around every corner and how to do everything, it's just there's no excitement in it for me at all. Uh, I've not gone onto classic servers at all. <laughs> Nothing. Like zero zip zilch nada. I did I no for interest. two weeks. Uh, new survey going around, by the way, for you classic players. Uh, this time, not uh, as bare bones as the previous one was. This one's kind of targeted, actually. Um, it, like, if you have any doubt Burning Crusade was coming, I, one, I think you're being silly. Uh, yeah. But two, this survey, the way it's constructed, like, how interested are you in a classic version of the Burning Crusade? Uh, thinking about your main WoW cl classic character, would the character you create on this new Fresh Start realm become your new main character, or would you play this in addition to your main? Where do you think you'd spend most of your time? A new Fresh Start WoW classic realm where all content is reset to day one, Burning Crusade classic, I'd play both equally. I, I mean, how likely are you to play a classic with Burning Crusade? Yeah, it's coming. They're just, the thing to figure out now, Zista, is... Do we just have one classic and keep taking it through, you know, the expansion packs? Or do we now 
get involved in here's a classic with nothing here's a classic with just bc and here's a classic with bc and wrath potentially what i'd like to see them do is merge some of the classic servers and keep them as classic but also allow you to like clone a copy to the burning crusade servers and have that function as a completely separate character kind of like the test realms where you could clone your character from your live to the test realm and test stuff yep. just on the burning crusade clone that character allow it to exist and play in the the burning crusade classic but your characters still exist in the classic servers to do whatever you want i think a, that's a lot of other solution. mmos do this too like everquest does progression servers not just mm -hmm. here's classic everquest but here's classic right. everquest and here's the release schedule for all yeah. the expansions you know, they just build out a progression server that's certainly an option here too yeah. um all right i got three quick hits for you guys then we're going to wrap it up with some blizzard news uh and and call it a day here with lore or lies later uh, do any of you or have you ever used the uh, Mythic Dungeon tools, the uh, add-on there? I'm familiar with it, but I have not used it. I We had some tanks in our guild use it because they're kind of the ones controlling the run. Me, who's never tanked a day in my life, um, no. Indy? Our tank uses it. I, I, as well, haven't personally used it. So if you're not familiar with it, it's an add-on that um, gives you... Uh, information like the best path through a mythic to meet all the different requirements and the trash kills and everything and here's the mobs and here's the pools and here's what percentage for trash kills they'll all count and everything uh this has been reverted but i thought it was interesting worth mentioning uh the <laughs> they were going to originally make a change to this add-on and put things like monster location and percentage behind a paywall you still had the ability to manually upload that data into the add-on if you wanted to, but trying to make a little bit of money, uh, that did not sit well. <laughs> that did not sit well with just about anybody that used that add-on. And of course, we had the age-old debate of whether that violates the terms of service of add-ons because you're charging for uh, certain features, which it's a gray area. There's dial, There's verbiage in the the terms of service for not being allowed to charge, but what is considered a violation of that, really, Blizzard could just define it whenever they want to on a piece-by-piece -piece basis. That was reverted. They're not going to charge. There was enough of a fan outcry. Uh, and I don't know where to sit on this one, so I'm going to ask you your two, your two opinions. I, I feel like, you know, if you make a, something and you need to make a couple of bucks to maintain it and, and keep doing your thing, you know, whatever... Uh, who am I to begrudge you that? And then on the other side is that you didn't charge for that before. It's dumb to charge for it now. Why is this all of a sudden becoming a thing? I, I really, I don't use it, so I don't care. But it's one of those arguments that I can kind of see both sides, but I'm glad got reverted for the people that use it. I don't really don't have a horse in this race, so I wanted to see what you two thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, go ahead, Indy. Well, for me, uh, my opinion is probably not the popular opinion. I think that anybody that puts time and effort into something, if they want, like, first of all, maybe they saw the response, that the response was huge. And, oh, my God, look at all these people who are relying on this add-on. So maybe I can try to get something back out of it. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. I think just if a if a developer or a content creator or, or any anybody who creates something that people find value in wants to like then receive value out of it, 
let's not flame them for that. Let's just like, if you have your opinions, that's one thing, but, um, you know, there were, there were people crying and saying like, uh, well, somebody else will just go and make it for free. So you're shooting yourself in the foot, which, and which just... somebody did. There was right, an right. alternate version available, but I still feel like it's, it's completely, you know, if that person developed it, it's completely up to them what they want to do with it. Zista? Now, if it goes against Blizzard terms of service, that's another thing, but that's yeah. just my main opinion. I, I think the way they did it, they actually were technically not going against Blizzard's TOS, so they, they found like a loophole. Yeah, and, and other add-ons have found this loophole too. Yeah, uh, yeah. And have they're definitely it. not the first. No, they're definitely um, not. I, uh, like, on one hand, I'm, I'm kind of in the camp of like, yeah, like, I respect the fact that they put a lot of work in and they want to try to, to make money off of, you know, something they put a lot of hard work and labor into. Uh, but on the other hand, it's the way they went about it that was just not handled the best way at all. Um, trying to lock it behind paywalls and their, you know, sub to their channels or, you know, stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Cause then that's, that goes into like a little bit more than just getting some money that's getting their Twitch channel, like more, you know, exposure and it's a, I think it's bordering shady practices. That's that's where I'm at. Uh, another quick hit here. Um, Jared Nanden, uh, the cosplayer who uh, did the South Park, uh, that which has no life character, uh, passed away due to COVID complications. Uh, Blizzard did chime in with a, an official tweet from the World of Warcraft account. We're sad to hear the news of Jared Nanden passing. His kindness and passion helped shape the cosplay community for the better. We extend our sincerest condolences to Jared's family, friends, and fans. And if you have never seen that cosplay, really, you got to do yourself a favor um, and and look it up. I mean, it is just tremendous if you've ever seen the the South Park episode from years back. I uh, I don't even want to say this out loud, but I had to go back and look at how long ago that episode actually aired. Um, and God, I feel old. God, I feel old. But uh, condolences to, of course, Jared's family and friends. Uh, last thing here. Do you guys have an issue with bots? Because apparently it's a huge deal, and maybe my server is just lucky and lower populated. It is lower populated, so maybe we're just lucky on that, that front. But uh, apparently bots, not uh, not a nice thing to the point that even Gold is is raising a ruckus over Azista. Yeah, I personally haven't had too much experience with bots on the server, but I haven't really gone out of my way looking for them because I know one of the big hot spots for them was in like Ardenweald, and I tend to like stay out of that zone as much as possible. Yeah, I only go mm -hmm. there when it's my required daily. <laughs> yeah, even then, like I have the I have the two callings stack up that's like do four world quests or three world quests in Ardenweald, and then one that's like do. 100% of the activities. The three quests I did ended up getting me to like 50%. And then I could have just stayed there and done like two more to get the next one done. I go, I spent too much time here. I don't want to be here. And I left. And I was like, hopefully, maybe I'll run the dungeon on like normal so I don't actually have to go back to the zone. So, but no, I, I have not personally seen any of the bots, but I have seen a lot of streamers uh, that are very upset. They're like that. And people have gone out to like to the point where they're going out of their way to troll them, where they're like, taking the bots tagging the mobs at the very last second or pulling them like out of range of the bots and the bots kind of like 
stand there and they don't really know what to do and then eventually end up logging off. So like people have been been trolling the bots pretty actively. So Indy, a problem on your server? Yeah. The first time I saw the whole boom chicken uh bot parade was yeah. in BFA in Suramar and I was streaming. I actually have a clip of it somewhere and I I remember going to this area to finish this quest because I was grinding rep to unlock a um a different uh playable race. And I literally couldn't get a mob tagged because there were so many boom chickens. Now at the time I was on a PVP server and what I did was I decided to mind control one of the bots out of their little pathing area and it got confused and just stood and spun around in circles. So I just figured out like, I'm just going to keep doing this to each of them because it's annoying. Like, and, and Asmin isn't wrong. Not only is it an absolute grievance to the players who are actually trying to quest, but it's throwing off the economy and in some areas, it would completely lag out an area for players who just wanted to like go and get a, a quest done or even passing through. So I think the bots are, yes, an annoyance and yes, something needs to be done about it. I don't know why it's still an issue at this day and age. All right, let's wrap it up with some other Blizzard news. In case you didn't know, the World of Warcraft website is spying on you. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, no. Make sure I get that in there. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Blizzard is actually being sued right now. <laughs> this is just... Oh, my God. Uh, for, quote, wiretapping charges for the World of, uh, Web World of Warcraft website visitors. Yeah, what website isn't... No, this one's a little further than just cookies and things like this. They're actually bringing in a third-party mouse tracking software called MouseFlow to that uh, World of Warcraft site allegedly uses to track not only uh, how long you're on a site, but individual mouse scrolls, mouse clicks, uh, and basically anything you do while you're on the World of Warcraft site. Now, according to MouseFlow, they refer to this service as CCTV, but better. <laughs> uh, they also collect replays uh, that people can watch and collects full activity location, device type, referral source, duration of session, browser operating system, and much more. So here's the interesting thing about this lawsuit. This is trying to sneak in under wiretapping charges, gang. Mm -hmm. Under the premise of in most states, uh, not all, but in most states, recording of, for instance, a phone call uh, requires knowledge of both parties on the phone call being recorded. Uh, in some states, that's only one person has to know, but in most states, it's, it's two. Uh, you have to have consent to that recording. So they're trying to use older laws that haven't caught up with the technology to file a lawsuit that you're basically being wiretapped and every action you take is not only recorded, but able to be watched back in video form later without your knowledge of that being the case. It's an interesting take on taking old statutes and applying them in a modern era due to lack of more modern statutes, but I don't know if it's got a lot of legs, Zista. I don't know. Like, this is not... It's not just Blizzard, right? 
Blizzard, Blizzard happens to be the one that's under fire right now, but how many other websites are out there that are doing this? You know, like you, you've heard Facebook many times. Zuckerberg was in court for doing most of the stuff listed here. You know, like this is a, unfortunately, it's a common practice that's going on. Like, yeah, and they have filed similar class action suits for the same reason uh, with other clients that also work with mouse flow here, including WebMD, Chevrolet, mm -hmm. and Carnival. So it's yeah. not just Blizzard in this case. Yeah. WebMD. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a site that I don't think any of us want our browsing <laughs> to be viewed later in video <laughs> form by anybody. <laughs> I I just skip looking up my symptoms on WebMD. I just buy the coffin straight out, right? It just there you go. Cash it out. Cash it out. Uh, are you interested in Diablo Immortal at all, Indy? Not really. Like the story and the lore of Diablo is I, I've I've read, you know, fanfics about it. But um and I played Diablo for a short period of time. The playstyle is not for me though. So no, not really. So you're not interested in like Diablo itself, not just this, you know, mobile version. You just the franchise isn't for you. I would see not really, no, because I'm so into WoW right now. I haven't even dipped my toes into Overwatch in God knows how long. Um, so I think I'm just kind of tunneling WoW. But as far as bringing things to mobile, I was never... You remember when Blizzard made the first announcement? Mm. I was one person that was, like, never on board for for the, the mobile. Zista? Not a fan. I, I have a phone. You do. I, you do. I, I do. I do. I'm well, you are part of their demographic. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pre-registered. I've is... been registered since it was announced at BlizzCon. I actually played it at BlizzCon. The game is a lot of fun. So you didn't, not you're not in the mobile. current technical alphas? At least not yet? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm not a big mobile game person. I, I Don't get me wrong. I know everybody plays like at least one mobile game. I, I do too. Um, but I'm not a, I'm not somebody who sits on my phone. I play something that I could play like in a short burst to like Pokemon Go if I want to boot it up and catch like two Pokemon on my screen and put it down and never touch it again for two or three days. That's the kind of mobile game I'll play. But like for me to sit there for a couple hours and play Diablo Immortal on my phone, probably not going to happen. It's like it will when it first comes out because I'm going to want to try it and stuff like that. But I played it at BlizzCon. Right. I Game mean, you do a whole show where like fun. maybe you should be able to speak a little bit intelligently. About yeah. It. Yeah. Maybe. You know. Maybe. But the game's tremendously fun. It is unbelievable. If you're a fan of Diablo, you honestly are going to enjoy this game. See, I don't tell me that because I love Diablo. Diablo is one yeah, of no, my you'll, favorite you'll franchises. Like it. It's a good game. I hate cell phone games. I hate mobile yes. games. Yes. See, I'm in the same boat. If they ported it over to the Nintendo Switch, like I would actually play this game a lot more. Like put it there, put it on the phone, allow you to link your Google account to your, you know, your Blizzard account and play the game on the PC. Like just because it's a mobile game doesn't mean we shouldn't be able to play it on other platforms as well. Like I would put a lot more investment and time into a game like that. So just well, like Forbes writer somewhere else. Forbes writer Paul Tassie says actually had to shut it down. Now Paul's actually part of the technical alphas, which we talked about on a previous show, getting ready to start and and now they are underway uh, in some regions. Paul actually put it down, but only because 
the character is going to be wiped and Paul doesn't want to put more time into this. Very Forbes mm-hmm. speaking very, very, Paul uh, via Forbes speaking very, very highly of the game. The one thing that he does call out, and I think it's a huge concern that we all have, Indy, is monetization. In Paul's words, the monetization aspect is what remains somewhat unclear through the technical alpha. There is a battle pass, of course, though that seems like pretty standard fare. But a bigger deal is the selling of legendary boons that allow better or guaranteed drops from rifts, which does feel like directly selling power. But while Western purists may turn up their nose at that, I expect it to be less of a barrier in Asia and simply it will make Blizzard a ton of money, Indy. Well, I mean, that's the ultimate goal for them, I suppose. But like for me and seeing in chat and pay to win question mark. Now I'm not I've never been on on board with pay to win. Um and then that's in anything. And it I understand it's it's a lot more enticing in mobile games because people are more uh, you know, your phone is with you everywhere. You can play it more than, you know, say logging into WoW, but it's never a thing that I've been a fan of. Um I'm probably never going to play Diablo Immortal, but even if I did, I would never want to buy an item that's giving me legendaries or, yeah, I want to earn those items. And that's just the way I am. That's just like how I was always been. It depends on the way the games do it too, because like WoW's got pay to win stuff in it, you know, but it's not, it's not overwhelming. (laughs) You you don't want to level a character from, you know, one to 50, you pay $50, $60, $50, $60, whatever, boost the character. Yeah, up. but that gets like, into that whole you're not paying for power, you know, you're paying for convenience debate, which how, we'll we'll save for another time, another show. You know? yeah. I'm just yeah. wondering how Zista would feel if, if in World of Warcraft there was, say, a way to bypass like the grinding of getting your legendary and just buy it. Yeah. I would I would put pay behind the pay paywall. You can hear right here first, hear it first. I will pay to get all of my world quests in Ardenwield done. <laughs> well, I would do that. Okay, Ninety nine cents for that. Boom, done. I'll do it. Just, just let me pay myself out of Ardenweald. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> that is one paywall. I think we can all get behind. Uh, since yeah. we're crediting Forbes, we'll stick with them for a second. Uh, Jeff Kaplan, kind of saying, yeah, Overwatch two. We got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do. Not exactly the quote I would have expected because I do anticipate that the next Overwatch season is going to be spent in Overwatch 2. I just personally feel that is the main reason for the delay of the Overwatch League uh, next season. Um, So yeah, he hinted at this saying, can't wait to talk to you more about Overwatch 2. Can't wait to show you more with Overwatch 2. We know it's been too long. We know we've been quiet. We still have a ways to go just to manage expectations but we're working extremely hard we want this game to be great for you both the live game and the upcoming sequel i think there's kind of a lot to parse in that couple of sentences if you're an overwatch 2 fan oh the end of what you said i didn't hear i'm sorry if you're an overwatch 2 fan i think there's a lot to to parse there i mean missy's saying blizzcon and and on this show i've said yeah probably a blizzcon thing with a beta yeah. shortly after blizzcon but line. You, you look at this type Seems... of quote though and it's like we still have a long ways to go just to manage expectations that doesn't yeah. sound like what you'd be saying for a game that's basically the way we're figuring it a month to a month and a half away from some type of initial beta testing and a launch no. 
a month and a half after if it's going to be part of the Overwatch League season. No, it doesn't sound very reassuring at all. No, I, I've been on, on the, the train of it's not coming as soon no. as people think it is. I've been saying that for a couple weeks now. You have. Um, I have. Yeah. I yeah have. Right, because it's just, I, I don't know. Like, the you look at the way the Overwatch 2 season, like, yeah, we're like, there's no new characters announced right now other than Sojourn, who's, who's coming for Overwatch 2. There's no new maps being announced. There's new game modes coming in Overwatch 2. So, like, yeah, you want to see all this stuff coming, but it's... Like, that is all... They're not going to launch that stuff early. That's going to come with Overwatch 2. So, as much as, like, everybody wants the meta and everything to change, I don't think that's going to happen. If anything, the way I see it is it's going to go through. We're going to get about halfway through Overwatch, uh, the next season in, in Overwatch League. And at that halfway mark, that could be when maybe they introduce it to them to play as maybe, like, a beta like for for us to watch and like really get invested in it uh and see like how things have changed and but for honestly other than a couple new maps and game modes like it's just a graphical upgrade for that like all the the single player stuff with the or not single player but the multiplayer like four player uh campaigns and stuff like that with the talent trees that's the meat and potatoes of overwatch 2 that like that's all like a, a localized multiplayer experience that's not like a pvp deathmatch scenario so like in terms of like the multiplayer aspect i think they could push that and get that ready and show off some maps for the overwatch league and i think that would be a great way to do it um but i i don't i don't think the single player maps are ready to go yet I don't. way They're too the... optimistic no see it's not even optimism for me on this one jason uh because i i don't care i don't enjoy overwatch all that much i mean occasionally dabbling in it with my kids but that's more playing a game with my kids and having fun than enjoying overwatch um i just yeah i just think it's odd for them to delay the overwatch league season um unless they had that type of information that you know why split split the season between two games stuff like that think of it think of it this way you you put it in the middle of overwatch league right and you show the back half off it's like the wizard you remember that movie all over again where they showed off <laughs> super mario 3 for the first time in movie theaters you know and like people were going to the theater just to get like a glimpse of mario 3 for the first time that's that is like the best way they could possibly do it no, see, Jason, that stuff, a lot of that has already been worked out, though, too. Like, the where where will people play because of all the COVID and stuff? They've already done that, uh, a lot of that work this year. And I know they still are finishing up, and free seasons or free agency right now is kind of a mess. There's all kinds of people moving. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. I still, I still tend to think we're going to see this in the first half of this year. I'll stick with that. I think this quote is just playing coy because they don't have anything to say, so... There you go. Uh, last thing, and then we'll finish it up here. Hey, did you guys know that we had a uh, Hearthstone 2020 world champion crowned? No, I didn't. Mm, that's weird. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird that you didn't know that. Mm, um, right? Well, you're probably uh, in the majority on this one. So they yeah. actually uh, took place right before our last shows. And I think we congratulated Glory on the show here, but we actually have numbers in it. God damn it. Got to lose the glasses for five minutes. Now I can't see the show notes. <laughs> have fun reading. Stupid Thank you, DJ Havoc, for Twitch. redeeming that live for us. 
Um, so, yeah, we talked about glory winning uh, on the show, but now we actually have numbers for YouTube viewers. Some of this is anecdotal. We're still waiting for, like, really official numbers. But according to uh, preliminary data, the viewership, now that it's migrated to YouTube only as part of, you know, the Overwatch uh, League going there, too. We talked about their viewership falling a few months ago on uh, previous episodes of Snowbound. Hearthstone, though, looking to have taken a severe drubbing, if you will, Zista, losing 90 to 95% of its viewer base, having yeah. roughly 14,000 people watching at any given moment, as opposed to 200 plus thousand compared to 2019. Yeah, might this have anything to do with some of the uh, the battle pass practices, you know, that, that people have kind of lost interest in? Well, see, I would say I would I would go with you there, but I think that's a relatively new thing when you compare it to when the world championships happened. Like yeah, that you, you didn't piss off that many people in that small time span. I think I, I mean a lot of know, it goes of... to what we've talked about already. Them switching to YouTube and yeah. did, did any of you see advertisements yeah. for the Hearthstone no. World Championships um, this year? I. Mm -hmm. I I did a little bit. It's it's in the Hearthstone client when you actually click on it to go play, boot up the game. It's there. Um, but outside of that, no. I don't even I click on the client anymore. anymore. <laughs> What's that, Indy? I don't even click on the client anymore. Honestly, for me, I used to really enjoy watching Hearthstone live streams, Hearthstone tournaments. I I was super into it when it first came out. When the 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 mode of gameplay changed so significantly like i don't really want to watch people throw down these minions and watch the rng the rng the rng it's like it's no fun to watch uh for me and if it was more the reason i loved hearthstone when it first came out was because i'm a magic the gathering player yeah and i like the fact that it was almost mtg-ish but a little bit more watered down and that was perfect for me but now it's like you, I just can't. I can't enjoy it. Yeah, there's a lot. Yep, it's a lot. And the move it's, to it's YouTube a... certainly didn't help with little no. advertising power behind it to let you know that that had happened. If you weren't already familiar with it having happened, being an Overwatch fan, uh, I mean, YouTube's really been on the ball lately. You know, did you you guys caught that the 2020 rewind? Right? Oh wait, never mind. Must no. have missed that one. They, they skipped it this year. I must have had yeah. my glasses off for those five minutes. Um, let's do lore lies, and this ought to be fun. Which button is it? <laughs> <laughs> All of the other camera shots I have committed to memory here, but I... Is it this one? Nope, that's a black screen. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> let's do lore or lies and call it a day here. Is this the right slide? <laughs> yes, it is. All right. This is awesome. Shut up. Um... <laughs> Uh, shout out to our resident lore master, Lil Missy, keeping us straight on all the lore, supplying us with everything we need for lore or lies. Go follow her on Twitter at Lil Missy. I'm pretty sure it's 4205, but I can't see it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's 4205. Okay. Uh, I thought I had that one there. Uh, this is the segment where we give you three statements, one from each host. One of us is lying. The other two are telling the truth. And it could be a little lie, could be a really, really big and obvious lie. And it is your job to let us know in the comments on readycheckradio.com or on our YouTube channel under this video and let us know which is the lie and which 
are the uh, facts. Now, it's not enough to just say, Indy lied. You got to tell us why. My five minutes are up. You got to tell us why. All right, so coming from uh, Missy. Uh, the Shadowlands has been out for a month now, and I got to tell you, Lorekeeper Missy now is taking off the gloves. So if you don't want spoilers for story, it's time to leave. Uh, but don't worry, we have the, the, the data mind stuff and information that we didn't talk about on this show, and maybe you're wondering why. That's not going to be mentioned or in lore or lies. It's time to test your memory on the linear quest line throughout all the realms. Are you ready? Here we go. Uh, players first enter the Shadowlands with the help of Darian Mograine through the Maw to rescue Jaina, Goel, Thrall, uh, Bane, Anduin, and Tyrande. Both Jaina and Thrall are seen fleeing from the Maw Swarm. Uh, the Torn Chieftain almost dies while in the Maw from a soul poison blade, and the Jailer drops him off a cliff, similar to an affliction from the Shadowmoon Clan on alternate universe Draenor. Anduin is bound within a tower as the jailer seems to have taken a very special interest in him. Sylvanas still seems to have issues with the little lion. After gathering everyone together, they're aided by an unlikely ally. So it's your job. One of us lied to you just now. Tell us who and how they lied to you in the comments below. We'll reveal the answer next week and fair warning, there wasn't a lot of spoilerish in here, but Shadowlands is now fair game for future lore or lies segments as far as story spoilers go. But we're not going to talk about the Data Mind movies. We didn't talk about it on the show today. We're certainly not going to talk about it on lore or lies. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? She's typing something. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> what a weirdo. All right, let's call it a week here because I got a lot of now rendering that I normally don't have to do to go do. Indy, where can everybody find you until next week? Uh, you guys can find me over at twitch.tv slash Indy Garona. Uh, it's the same name on all the other socials, YouTube, Twitter, and such. You can uh, see me streaming almost every day. And pretty soon we'll have the wedding and you'll be Angela Denathrius. Oh, no. <laughs> Zista. No. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at It's Zista, X-I-Z-T-A, as well as on Twitch at Just Plain Old Regular Zista. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me on Twitter right there, Magic Man one But more importantly, follow at RC Radio so you can get tweets about all the shows we have going live, all the streamers we have going live, and you can come hang out with us and Discord craps the bed. Until next time, gang, stay safe. And we'll see you out on the servers. I mean, unless you guys remove my glasses again, I'm going to